0: This is Saturday Morning
1: Mysteries. And we're your hosts, Alexis and Grace. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Saturday Morning Mysteries version 2023, where we are your hosts. (laughs) I'm Alexis. I'm Grace. And we are for real, for real skis back, y'all. Like, it's been a minute. Yeah, it's been a while. We almost forgot how to, like, Get launched in here, get started up with the recording, because obviously, for those of you who have been following us for quite a while now, we took the month of January off because we weren't able to record for a little while in December, with the holidays, with our birthdays, all sorts of wonderful, interesting things happening. Yeah,
0: we just (laughs) did a catch-up, and January has been a... a,
1: It's been um, off
0: to an interesting start for the both of us. Yeah, an adventure,
1: an adventure, but... (laughs) we're happy to be back recording all that super excited uh we have a great show lined up for i guess the next couple of months here um i'm gonna hand it over to grace though because as per usual she is on deck she gets us started off take it away unless am i forgetting something else i don't know probably
0: (laughs) um i mean should we like what if someone's just first time coming into the show because we took January off? Do you want to explain what we what we do here? Then
1: they should go back
0: and listen to all. <laughs> then sucks 50, suck. however many <laughs> sucks to suck. Welcome to the podcast. You <laughs>
1: <all>. <laughs> I hope you feel welcomed and loved. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right though. Go ahead, go ahead. T- tell oh. the any newcomers perhaps okay. what what we've been up to. Yeah, cool 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 I'll cool yes
0: <laughs> so we um we're a cartoon crime comedy podcast um and we retell classic childhood cartoon tales as quote unquote true crime stories um and uh every week we, we go back and forth uh we usually pick except for i guess we should call it now our holiday arc which is mm-hmm. october uh november and december november where we december. picked any shows we wanted uh we usually do an arc of i think eight episodes usually um i think so yeah where it we cover right. just yeah again no rules you know that about us or you don't because mm-hmm. it's your first episode who knows whatever 2023 is wild people anything could be happening <laughs> um But yes, we usually choose one show and uh, do eight episodes from that show retelling each other. We call those our arcs. And then we move Mm -hmm. on to another show. Uh, On occasion, we have bonus episodes. Um, We'll get back to those at some point. Eventually. At some point here. Yes, eventually. (laughs) Um, And uh, I think that's it. I think that's all we do. We hang out. we We wildly
1: speculate a lot a lot we love to wildly speculate yes and uh yeah we pretty much just take all these classic animated shows and somewhat recontextualize them for modern
0: days (laughs) we do like
1: to put our own interpretations on them for sure yes a modern spin just add a little zest a little pizzazz to something that was already Ooh. great you know we a just little razzle dazzle hi yeah, cha cha-cha-cha showbiz baby. <laughs> how many times and uh yeah we have referenced can-can dancers more than once on this podcast <laughs> this, this is very appropriate yes
0: forever and ever <laughs> um so with that uh we will be um starting a new show a new mm-hmm. arc right now yes. um which we are both very excited about. Mm -hmm. Um, Funny enough, like, we always have, like, a list of shows that we want to do, and then every time we, like, have to pick a new show, we're just like, you want to do this one? Yeah, I want to do that one. That's what I was
1: thinking. (laughs) Cool. And that's how we choose. Yeah, exactly.
0: (laughs) Um, So, our new show for 2023 is the one, the only, we've covered it in one episode during our (laughs) holiday arc before, Powerpuff Girls. Sugar? nice everything nice ingredients exactly for the (laughs) little girls so we did briefly talk about powerpuff girls during our halloween arc back in Mm -hmm. october but if you need a quick reminder it's a show about three sisters who happen to be kindergartners and happen Mm -hmm. to be superheroes also uh they were made in a lab by their father professor utonium and they are blossom who is like the leader of the three buttercup who's like the tomboy and bubbles who's like the little sweethearted one um and i think we maybe talked about it during our halloween episode but can you remind um me and our listeners what what powerpuff girls was to you as a child
1: oh man such a kick-ass show and that's what yeah. the childhood me would say to little six-year-old, <laughs> this show's kick ass. Yeah, it really was though, because uh I remember I would I would go back and forth between watching a lot of like superhero shows with my brothers like the x-men animated show or like mm. pokemon where there's like all this action and then we would flip over to powerpuff girls where there's yeah. just as much action these three little girls and i think that's why i loved it so much because i was like look at these tough little girls out here literally literally whooping ass and very violent. also kind of destroying the town it is very violent actually <laughs> oh, but we'll it's we'll also talk about very today. goofy oh yes and i'm sure for the next several weeks as well yes. how violent and uh destructive. A lot of double entendres put in there as well. It's a pretty (laughs) mature show for the audience that they were appealing to. So yeah, I think I like kind of like picking out some of those undertones and just watching Mm. the, watching the violence. Admittedly, I watched a lot of violent shit growing up. So yeah, that's (laughs) par for the course. And yeah, seeing it all being carried out by these awesome, cute, little, adorable girls too, who I could like relate to. Yep. Because they were, I guess they were only like technically a few years younger than us like when the yeah. when the show first came out because we were super young yep so actually maybe we might have been in kindergarten yeah i was like i think i, I <laughs> probably should have written down when it came didn't out, it come I out didn't. like
0: 1996 or something 99 I like, 98 something like don't know what age kids go to kindergarten so i have no idea
1: <laughs> what or are what kids like work? kids go to school <laughs> is that <a> thing since <laughs> once when? you can walk yeah, should they think, be like, in school they like six years old, five or six, maybe, maybe seven, depending on some people. See? But yeah, mystery. Come on, Grace, you you got
0: to know these things. <laughs> <laughs> I only know about kindergartners in the context of these three superhero children.
1: Fair. That's it's it. a good
0: introduction.
1: Like, oh fuck, they're all like this though. Oh man, buckle up, <laughs> watch out.
0: <laughs> yep. So this uh, family of four, they live in Townsville. Uh, which is a place riddled constantly by monsters and super villains, super genius villains. And um, though they have a police force in Townsville, the mayor of That's Townsville. Right. <laughs> yes. We'll we'll briefly talk about them today too. Um, the mayor of Townsville, a lot like Batman uh, calls upon the Powerpuff Girls for their supreme powers to solve crimes and take down the bad guys. Um, And so in the majority of our shows in the past, uh, some of our episodes, a lot of our episodes are more involved in like trying to figure out like who did the crime and like Mm -hmm. who, what, where, when, why around the criminal and solve the crime. But a good amount of Powerpuff Girls episodes you like see the villain villain at like the top the jump. um yeah yeah from the jump and the focus of the episodes are mainly on how the powerpuff girls get to best the villain um usually via violence as already mentioned mm-hmm. so yeah so it might feel a little different less of a mystery but like we're still gonna go through with these detective superheroes we still got to solve some crimes mm-hmm.
1: so quite the rap as... sheets that these villains and the power girls honestly too <laughs>
0: We should actually, if any listener out there, I don't know, is like an urban planner or city planner, you should take note of all of the physical destruction just the Powerpuff Girls do throughout mm-hmm. these episodes and like add up what that would cost in your city to fix and let us yeah. know in modern like two dollars months at the end like adjusted
1: episode. for inflation
0: yeah,
1: <laughs> not, exactly. not, not at in 1998
0: dollars <laughs> at no. on the end of this episode arc let us know how much the city would be charging the powerful yeah. girls and damages or yeah. how much the taxpayers have to pay to have in, these superheroes can
1: we establish this rule now that that will kind of be like our overarching uh like not necessarily wild speculation but i guess like hypothesizing throughout the powerpuff girl like what's the the public benefit here you know like (laughs) can we weigh this out like the damage that they cause versus the the good that they you know provide because like yeah yeah we will see they save the day sure 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 but like uh, is this
0: a microcosm a for defunding the police i don't know it's don't dicey know.
1: we'll see we'll see we'll i will see. make a lot of arguments that uh, a lot of this violence and destruction is on the state's behalf because they are directly acting under authority of the mayor yes. so let's just get that on the jump let's just, right he now calls him, he has
0: the their version of a bat signal exactly. which also costs like tax taxpayer dollars. dollars
1: also the, the electricity y'all come on
0: yeah. all right yes we will um that just like we had to decide in courage if Eustace was indeed a exactly. horrible person spoiler alert he is. he is yes yeah um not many redeeming qualities that will be yes our um our overarching uh that'll be our crime to solve here mm-hmm. throughout this arc. yeah <laughs> um it. all right I love it so Today, uh, as per usual, we start a new arc, I'm going to be covering the very first episode of Powerpuff Girls Yay. called Monkey See Doggy Do. Oh, gosh. Which, to no surprise, if you've listened to any of our episodes yet, this is one of my favorite episodes ever because I fucking love dogs. You'll see mm-hmm. my dogs probably run in and out of here. You'll definitely hear them in the background. Um, they clearly knew their key demographic by yep. starting off with this episode, which I didn't realize was the first episode ever. Um, but clearly, hook, line, and sinker on me, a uh, small child watching this, that this episode has to do with dogs and crime-fighting girls. So I was like, and I'm in." Yeah. yeah, exactly. No questions asked. Give me asked. every
1: episode you've got. <laughs>
0: take my money. I'm 10 years old. <laughs> so, take we's... my parents' money. <laughs> yeah, take my parents' money. <laughs> so... We start our episode in the middle of the night uh, as the entire town of Townsville, including the Powerpuff Girls, who share like this enormous bed for the triplets, Mm -hmm. are all fast asleep. Blossom is like sleeping peacefully. Buttercup is like dream fighting, which is pretty funny. She like sleeps in the middle. It seems not safe to have her dream fighting. Um, Bubbles is snuggling Octi, which is her little octopus stuffed animal Mm -hmm. with a little top hat on. Um, And even throughout Townsville, we see, like, all of the clubs and restaurants are closed for the night. Speaking of the police force, there's a cop who's on the street corner who's just standing and is fast asleep while standing, um, which I guess is why the mayor calls the Powerpuff Girls, because the cop is literally asleep on the job. It's not like a nefarious (laughs) him being asleep. He's just asleep on the job. Yeah. (laughs) Not sketchy. He's just not doing his job. Yeah. So. We also see that the county museum is closed for the night. And Mm. I love this because it turns out in more than one series we've covered, the very first episode, such as Scooby-Doo, was also in a county museum. Yes. (laughs) This also, I'm building a personal theory here about myself as to why I must love art thieving so much and, like, the concept of it because apparently I grew up seeing it. On every cartoon that i loved so yeah. i was like this happens all the time and it's cool so <laughs> our puff girls is guilty of this um nice as well yeah so anyways we zoom into the museum where one of the windows has like a giant hole cut out of it mm. and we see yet another officer of the law within the museum the security officer fast asleep at his post oh my goodness what is this <laughs> Ag- again taxpayer dollars sleep what are they over, doing here? a sleepover for law enforcement <laughs> <laughs> come on guys do it on your free time not our dime so just in case whoever though you know carved out this hole in the window wasn't going to take his chances that they were going to have a good security officer on hand and they we see them with one of the security cameras they put a little picture over it of like what the background was so if the officer does wake up it just looks like they're looking at the art, can't see anything. Mm-hmm. We pan through the museum, and there's statues and portraits, and we hear footsteps kind of echoing in the halls, but don't, don't see anything yet, uh, or hear anything beyond that. But we do see, it kind of zooms in on a statue of Anubis, which is the Egyptian god of the dead, depicted by the head of a jackal, which is like a dog, wolf, coyote.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: animal canine canine if you will um i will and we hear footsteps getting closer and closer and closer to the statue and as you hear them they're not just normal footsteps they really sound like they have a little bit of a heel to them Mm -hmm. and then we see a pair of white i presume a leather heeled boots step Uh. into frame. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know exactly where i'm going with this yes but maybe the listeners don't we'll we'll sure. get to who this is mm-hmm. so this fashionable sneaky robber can cleverly evade all of the security around the statue there's a bunch of like little technology and lasers and stuff and They psh, 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 through it they use some tech to like reflect the lasers and they swipe the statue without setting off the alarm and then the mm. robber dashes to another exhibit, a pair of giant red rubies labeled the Nubal Jewels. And the robber, mm. with some also matching white gloves, easily mm. swipes these as well and dashes away back into the sleepy night. Mm. The next day, the robbery is the front page news of Townsville. And I mainly only mention this because the front page like cover story is literally like, a photo of the like pedestal with the statue on it that says before and then a photo of the empty pedestal and it says after <laughs> like, That's <the> news.
1: <laughs> how else do we depict this we don't yeah, have
0: security like, footage yeah true
1: no crime we can't scene, we can't put a video after. on the newspaper they yeah. didn't have like online news at that yeah point. there's no gifts and gifs, then. GIFs.
0: <laughs> yeah whatever um, <laughs> yes so the powerpuff girls get a phone call from the mayor they have got a little hotline direct to him, or he has a hotline direct to them at their house. Uh Yes,
1: I also just realized that that means that they just took like an innocent picture of the vase one day, like before it was stolen.
0: <laughs> just like, oh, <laughs> hey, just snap a photo. Maybe I mean, that I'm was sure the security cam footage because, like, True. it was yeah. it was a picture of. So they 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 were like, "Don't hey, no, we use the security cam footage." That's why we're gotcha. baffled. I just
1: imagine it being happened. just like a regular snapshot of it. Like,
0: yeah. we didn't need to find any photo. Sorry.
1: Back <laughs> um, to where but you yes, are. they
0: did have to... The the journalists were up all night trying to find that
1: photo. <laughs> Going through Getty. Yeah.
0: And filing through Anubis records. Anubis. Anubis. <laughs> so, um, yes, they get a phone call from the mayor that they're needed at the museum to investigate this crime. And unlike some of our other shows, when the Powerpuff Girls Arrive the cops are already in the museum mm-hmm. but apparently they're useless about their jobs so three kindergartners had to be called in but we'll we'll pause and give them like okay maybe i don't know maybe, maybe they were doing their jobs let's let's see what happens here so the powerpuff girls ask the cops if they've found any clues yet um cuz they like come in they have to see law enforcement there they're like what you got we're here on this mm-hmm. investigation investigation with you But the museum curator interjects. He's so glad to see the Powerpuff girls are there instead of just the cops. And he tells them that he hasn't allowed them to look for clues yet, saying that, quote, he, or now I guess, quote, doesn't want the brutish cops clomping around my precious museum, which (laughs) is very funny. (laughs) Because he was just like, no, these cops suck and they're going to fuck shit up. Like, yeah, they're going to break everything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I did not want them here. Um, yeah. Also, as a side note, very suspicious of the curator to not let them look for clues. I assume he's the one who called them in to begin with. Yeah. Pretty sus. Um, yeah. Maybe they didn't have a warrant, but it's also like an active crime scene. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I mean, if
1: he calls them, mm-hmm. they don't need a warrant. It's yeah, just, exactly. Well, That's why... Anyway.
0: Yeah, it's like the legalities here. He do I do we want to get into
1: the legal schematics on this on this crime focused podcast. <laughs> no, we brush over that
0: pretty quickly. Yeah. As we literally have a lawyer on the phone. We're like, no, 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 no.
1: Next. Like, no, that's <laughs> not what we're here to talk about.
0: Actual crime? I don't think so. Let's talk about so. what they're not doing at this museum, <laughs> which is finding clues. Um, and so uh yes so again the curator is like oh they're gonna fuck shit up these cops suck powerpuff girls get at it i trust you He's going to learn to regret this because there's three Powerpuff Girls with, uh, or three kindergartners with superpowers, Yeah, probably hyped on some sugary breakfast cereal. Mm -hmm. So city planners, this is a county museum, some taxpayer funded, start getting out those calculators.
1: (laughs) Probably (laughs) lots of antiques in here as well.
0: Hopefully this museum has insurance. We, in our last episode, we talked about insurance, I think. Hey, it always comes back to that. Get it in here uh because the Powerpuff girls immediately fly off and Riggedy fucking wreck this museum. Like they burst through walls instead of just like going to the door. The way they like zip off really quickly, like rips up the floor and like knocks over like statues everywhere. They're like ripping art off the walls to find clues. They basically create another crime scene. Like okay, awesome
1: they actually did more damage than just like the theft of the anubis and the rubies or whatever it's like damn fixing this is like five times the cost of those artifacts that were stolen
0: yes and i think this goes to one piece of um supporting evidence we'll call it i don't know what side it's on yet for our overarching question of um not only do they not find any clues or I guess what I'm getting at at this point is um they're better at violence than actual detective work because yes not only do they not find any clues but they like come back after again ruining things and are like we don't see anything and then one of the cops is like oh yeah they took those jewels too like <laughs> the girls did not notice that the jewels were gone because <laughs> they were too busy um ruining the action I guess. yes <laughs> yes so uh while all of this is happening simultaneously we zip over to our very fashionable robber who i guess is very thorough and smart he was or they were wearing gloves left no Mm -hmm. fingerprints not that i saw anyone dusting for them whatever (laughs) it was the 90s who knows so (laughs) uh we uh see the criminals i guess we see their white gloves right now in their lair twisting the rubies into the anubis statue head followed by a deep reverberating laughter he's like twisting them in and like where like the eyes would be in this dog yeah, okay okay um, and the laughter is followed by a voice that says, Ah, yes, at last, the ancient curse of the Anubis dog head will finally be unleashed, and then the human race will bow to me. Mojo, Jojo! <laughs> and we see uh, yes. the wearer of the high heeled boots and the gloves, the one, mm-hmm. the only, the most infamous Powerpuff villain, Mojo, fucking Jojo, baby! Mm. So, Mojo Jojo is a black and green, sharp-toothed ape. Stick with us, everyone. He is an (laughs) ape. He does know English and can speak slash act, interact with humans. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Nobody cares that he's a monkey, though. They're all cool with it. Beyond his fashionable white boots, he also has matching white gloves, a blue, like, dress type of thing. It's a little jumper, maybe, we'll call it unclear exactly just kind of like a rectangle on them um a very flowing purple cape and this dome shaped helmet that's white and purple and if i'm not mistaken doesn't that dome like protect just his brain which is just like yeah like his brain is the size of
1: the entire dome and like you put yeah it's like exposed brain like no skull or hair or anything skin yeah nope
0: like that is his skull is basically it's, the helmet. Yeah. I, like, don't remember where in the arc of Power of Girls we find this out but I just like have that image seared into my mind Yeah. And I think it terrified me when I was a kid. There
1: um, are some episodes where they just beat him up so bad that like they crack it and like you just see oh, his yeah, brain like, hanging it. out of it like oh god yeah this oh, sure is pretty I feel like this is why yeah this is why i liked horror movies and stuff growing up because of powerpuff girls like oh yeah i see stuff like that all the time in this oh, cartoon yeah. already these <laughs>
0: children beat the shit out of a monkey and expose his yeah. brain it's like brain and bones yeah. awesome <laughs> <laughs> the powerpuff so. girls save the day <laughs> and again the day is saved yeah. thanks too the powerpuff girls (laughs) so i i won't get too much into the backstory of mojo jojo just because i have a feeling that he will come up multiple times during this powerpuff arc and some episodes like his backstory comes into the crime all that kind of stuff so Mm -hmm. i think just throughout the powerpuff girls arc more will be revealed about mojo but um basically i'll give kind of like what well, he's about now type of thing. Yeah. So yeah. he's the Powerpuff Girls and Townsville's main nemesis. Uh, his forever goal, like a great supervillain, is to take over the entire world and destroy the Powerpuff Girls. And overall, he is cunning. He's kind of pretty much a genius. He kind of, he's like constantly creating different technologies and weapons to help him achieve this goal. And Mm -hmm. though sometimes he can appear very, like, pinkies up, high class, like, better than thou while he's in some of his schemes. Um, He does have a pretty bad temper uh, because he's a literal ape. Please keep in mind he is a primate. So (laughs) um, you have a short temper and get violent at the drop of a hat. So we quickly see that not only did he steal all these artifacts from the museum knew something going on some magical connection between the statue and the rubies how to connect them turn this thing on um unlocking an ancient magic um that is part of his latest and greatest plan to destroy the human race we'll see we'll see what's going on there he has also created which we'll get to in a minute some other contraptions to help him with this so this is not just a random robbery. He's got a plan going on. He always okay. does. As per usual. Yes, as per usual. We zip back to the Powerpuff Girls, who, after the museum, are flying throughout Townsville on a hot day, discussing how strange this case is. When they notice, maybe it's—I don't think it's an actual crime, a small crime. Either way, they notice that there's a dog trapped in a car on a hot day. Oh, oh that, barking. that's a crime. Yeah, I was like, to I mean, me, it's a crime. Like, in,
1: yeah, okay, sorry. It's a not personal as a lawyer. Crime. It's a personal crime. That's a crime against humanity, maybe not against <laughs> yeah. the state, but a crime <laughs> against life
0: and civilization. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Do you want PETA on your ass? I don't think so. Mm-mm. So we uh, the dog is barking in the car. He obviously wants to get out. He's like pawing at the window. The sun is shining bright. So the girls fly down to get him out of the car. And it, just like in the museum, they delicately handle the situation by literally ripping the door off of the car to okay, get this dog nice. out. Awesome. Yes. <laughs> Which I guess maybe it's helpful to point out here of what are the girls' powers beyond like flying? Oh, yeah. Is they have, good point. They I should have written all of them down. It's a hodgepodge. Have, yes, lots of different powers. There's no like yeah. Invisibility type of stuff, but it's basically like super. That's
1: probably the only one they don't have yes, exactly. now that you mentioned.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like mm-hmm. su- like invisibility and like X-ray vision. They don't have, but everything else. Think of like just enhanced everything, like speed, strength supernatural
1: yeah can channel elements i've seen i like, think buttercup has like shot lasers out of her hands before yeah or exactly. out of her eyes. like yeah. I, I think bubbles has talked to animals like there is yes. it's, it's all over the place it's everything yeah. just everything There's that like, any superhero you can think of can do.
0: anything that they need <laughs> in the moment they can do basically they, can like, do. they are the superiest of superheroes mm-hmm. um minus again Props the to that...
1: professor utonium by the way like i what know the
0: hell yeah which <laughs> also created we should point out, too, maybe here. Maybe I should say this at the top. We said he created them in the lab. He was, indeed, trying to create the three perfect little girls. Yeah. He's a professor. He does experiments. La-de-la-de-la. He had sugar, spice, everything nice. He was all yeah. putting them in. Stirring it all together. turning it on a big old <laughs> vat with no safety yeah. equipment on. None. <laughs> Which, you know, then led to he was being a little clumsy, clearly. He accidentally hit this other chemical that he had in the lab, uh, Chemical X, I believe it is called, and it all just dumped into the formula of that, and thus the three perfect little girls got the superpowers from Chemical X. Thus, they can do everything. So, Mm -hmm. there you go.
1: Yeah. There's a whole side story of wild speculation that could be done about just his motives. Like, why was he trying to create three girls in a lab? Yeah, why there could be what some was like this he just speculation? Had yeah, why laying did you just laying around Yeah, like sitting right onto over top of your experiments. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, maybe
0: we'll, we'll probably get more into yeah. Professor Utonio as maybe. we go throughout as well. Yeah, yeah. He, he not today. He's though. an interesting father figure. <laughs> They also only call him the professor, which is also very strange. Also strange. Not dad. Not
1: that I, yeah. Well, anyway.
0: We'll we'll examine Professor X throughout. Lots of examining to be done during this arc. It should be a big arc, everyone. Taking notes over here. (laughs) So the little dog uh, steps out of the car and kind of collapses onto the pavement. He's so toasty. And he speaks to the Powerpuff Girls. And he's kind of groaning and just very ominously says, help me Mm. and so obviously the girls are like what the fuck is going on and they zip over to the dog to be like um excuse me you can talk to us what's happening are you okay how can we help you but as the dog tries to continue to speak his pained voice just gives away to just barking and then more barks start happening and the girls look around and they are surrounded by dogs who are all Ooh. yapping at them frantically, just like the mm-hmm. one who was was in the car also now is just barking at them. In the sky, they see the Powerpuff Girl symbol, phew, the heart in the sky, nice. um, above Town Hall, and so they zip there to be like, clearly, something is afoot. But they get there too late, because by the time they arrive, the mayor... Is finishing a transformation before their very eyes, going from human to dog, unable to explain what's oh. happening before he starts barking at them, too. Very preciously, Bubbles is like and gives him a little belly rub. Um, <laughs> but then Blossom Buttercup are like, Bubbles, this this is the mayor. Like, get, get it together.
1: Yeah. So,
0: yeah. I mean, hope oh, she- it's uh... Has oh, a crime really occurred here? This sounds kind, kind of, of like a dream. Literally, first episode again. I was hooked. I was like, "Yeah, feel Anubis statue <laughs> turn world into rubies. dogs. <laughs> Dreams come true. Perfect." <laughs> so the girls dash home uh, to safely regroup because clearly some wild shit's going on in town. But as they arrive home, they find their lab dad, the professor, has also (laughs) been turned into a dog.
1: Mm.
0: Which also, the professor is always, like, smoking a pipe, and the little dog has a little pipe, too, which is pretty cute. All the dogs look like the people. Um, But they freak out, and he's barking at them as they're trying to figure out, like, what's going on. They're like, professor, professor, like, what do you want? Like, what are you trying to tell us? They kind of do, like, a little charades situation. He keeps just bow-wowing at them because all the other dogs bark, but the professor has a very um, specific intonation. He goes, (laughs) bow-wow, bow-wow-wow. And they're just not understanding until he corrects his cadence and says, bow-wow, wow-wow. And the girls immediately understand. Mojo Jojo. Yes, they
1: can communicate with animals.
0: (laughs) yeah this would be a really good time for bubbles to just speak to dogs but yeah i know right
1: but whatever it's it's she didn't know she could do it they're still they're still trying to understand their powers and what all they can do that's why they cause so much destruction exactly
0: yeah Yeah. learning we
1: don't have like some training facility in the lab
0: (laughs) (laughs) right our expectations should remain in check for them yeah So, meanwhile, Mojo Jojo is moving throughout Townsville with the Anubis statue with the ruby red eyes in it, and the eyes now, coming from the eyes, emanating from the eyes, are basically, like, bright red laser beams shooting from the eyes that once, like, they got twisted, they started, like, shooting out, and they're blasting citizens with lasers that turn them from human to doge. (laughs) So... A character I didn't mention at the top, but is very important to Powerpuff Girls, is the narrator, who brings us through every episode. And as Mojo is blasting people into dogs, the narrator says, Doggone you, Mojo, Jojo! And Mojo breaks the fourth wall and blasts the screen with the, it. With the laser dog Anubis beam. And then all you hear the narrator doing is, row, 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 row. So... <laughs> Powerpuff is just full of clever little. Amazing. Little I little love little. it. Yeah. Yes. So, like you mentioned, I literally have this written down. Okay, turning everyone to dogs doesn't seem that bad. <laughs> 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 We'd miss some of the good things human do, humans do, but on the whole, I always say dogs are so much better than humans, so I wouldn't hate this world. Yeah, so, yeah. So we share the same about exactly,
1: it. Humans do a lot of good, but they also do a lot of bad.
0: But dogs. dogs
1: pretty much only do good.
0: Exactly. If so. a dog does something that we deem bad, it's probably because the owner It's
1: it's our fault.
0: Yeah, exactly. We're the ones who did this to them. So, yeah. just saying,
1: a lot better place. I mean, so is Mojo Jojo really a criminal here? I don't know. But this is this episode is not weighing highly in favor of the public good argument for the Powerpuff <laughs> girls. <laughs> But being a little bit of a burden
0: right now, <laughs> the turn happens. Okay. Because in the hands of perhaps us and 10 year old me watching this, five year old me watching this, we would have been great to turn everyone into dogs and not had that power go to our heads. Yeah. However, another thing about the magic of this statue is that the dogs are hypnotized by it and thus hypnotized. Okay. Wow. by whoever holds the statue so if it were mm-hmm. us we would all just play we would yeah. cuddle we would take little puppy naps together we would have a great little doggy time mm-hmm. just running around in the fields exactly just rolling going playing mm-hmm. the water it'd be so yeah. fun but that's not mojo's plan okay. he stands at the center of townsville surrounded by what is now hundreds of dogs who are all staring at the statue their eyes have like you know the classic hypnotized little spirals on them (laughs) yes the swirls and mojo announces to all of them that he is their master and they must obey him which we see that they will do because he tells them to sit and they all sit and then he does his next command which is usually this tends to be the downfall of mojo many times in the sense of he overcomplicates plans mm. so his command mm-hmm. to all of the dogs is to steal 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 and all of the dogs break formation and begin robbing and looting townsville left and yes. right first of all they all turn into doberman pinchers there is some stereotyping of dogs going on here a little bit yeah Come yes on. two Half of them have ski masks on now, which is very That's funny hilarious. Like, where'd they get them? How'd they cut the holes in them? Who's watching the security footage that they need to hide their identities from? I have a lot of questions <laughs> about this gang of Dobermans who were like, "How they even so get that- them on?"
1: I imagine like they all lined up. You just see Mojo like putting them on one
0: by <laughs> one, like "Good boy, good girl." <laughs> get little treat as they like stick <laughs> yeah. their noses through. Get
1: yeah. free, get
0: Ducks, your dogs hear that. you yeah. yeah they're like this is bullshit so anyways yeah i had some questions about the logistics of this situation yeah who knows ducks can't use scissors to cut the holes i mean like ripped them through little teeth i thought a lot about it and had no answers basically
1: he mind controlled them into figuring it out grace
0: yes that's <laughs> that was my solution because it was the easy way out i was like nope he just <laughs> he told them how to do it so they bust namely into banks and like jewelry shops um, is what they're mainly busting into and stealing. You see all the dogs walking out with like little bags of like money. Oh, speaking of doges, people he watching said, on YouTube. Dog
1: walking out as your dog
0: walks in. <laughs> yeah, he was like, you didn't see anything. That's makeup. though. I've this been is here job. all along. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so with his riches mojo returns to his lair which is like this giant telescope tower in the middle of like townsville's like central park essentially just Mm. hiding in plain sight okay and in it and this is the tech he built to go with the statue he's built this like he he was real dedicated to his cause he is (laughs) a little more style over substance he's built this like furnace essentially that the anubis statue sits at the head at but it's in the shape of a fire hydrant because dogs like to be fire
1: hydrants wow style over substance indeed yes
0: (laughs) a thousand percent Mm -hmm. um and the dogs as they come in with all their riches are tossing the jewels and gold bars from what they've stolen from town into the base of the furnace which mojo is turning on setting on fire basically and like melting down all of these goods oh and here is my other dog dog. (laughs) yes um for people who are confused i usually sit in this corner but i have been too lazy now to reset up in that corner so now we have this view and now you get to see my dogs, who are always usually in the background doing mm-hmm. things. You could just and honestly,
1: it's it just is better for everyone because exactly who does not want to see the dogs just kind of walking as I often as we thinking. talk about dogs on this podcast? It's like God, we Middle need hell. some dogs in the background. Yes, now we and got a them.
0: very good episode to have them show up in. Yes. <laughs> so, where were we? Yes, we. We have jewels and things being tossed into the fire hydrant furnace. The Anubis statue is sitting at top. um, And here's, here's the somewhat confusing thing that's going on here. So I guess melting down other jewels and shiny objects like supercharges the Anubis statue, which only turned on with the ruby red jewels in it. And I say supercharges because the like laser beams that were coming out of the Nubis statue are now like like, full force coming out very aggressively. Like huge laser beams now. And I also say... powered by melted gold. (laughs) Yes, I think just like powered by riches. Melted
1: thing. Yeah, okay. Oh, that's a very poetic way of saying that.
0: Thank you. I didn't even write <laughs> it down. Yeah. I just came up with it right now. Um, and uh why I also said earlier he like overcomplicates plans, like why couldn't he have just stolen everything first himself to super like was the point to supercharge it? But it turns out no, it did make sense because his plan is indeed because I was at first like, wait, he just wanted all these riches, but no, it turns out his grand plan is to turn the entire world into dogs not just uh, okay. townsville to steal things because it's so supercharged townsville is so rich that the lasers literally blast into the atmosphere and start going around the earth it's oh part God. of the pressure system now the weather system <laughs> we see worldwide some pretty dicey depictions around the world of people turning into some stereotypical dogs i guess maybe for oh. the region
1: yeah we're Yikes. not gonna name
0: them all it happens okay so um yes he hits a giant button laser beam going throughout Anubis statue everyone's turning into dogs that was indeed his grand plan start small get the dogs to do his leg work then turn everyone in the world to dogs <laughs> sorry you're Dio Dio's like this plan is so dumb <laughs> But Look at him judging like, right now.
1: I know. He's also like, um, you better not try
0: anything. <laughs> he's <laughs> like, Diary here's the thing. Mako would steal and murder for us to the ends of the earth." <laughs> Diarrite, when we were longboarding with him once, then or like with them and Mako losing them as sled dogs. We got to a hill and Diary just stopped. He was like, I'm not pulling you up this. You got legs. You do it. Yourself. <laughs> you do it. Yeah. So yes, Nice. he's, he thinks this is a this is a bad fan. Is this a bad plan. He just nodded a little bit like, yeah. He <laughs> was like, Mojo is. is so stupid. Those dogs mm-hmm. in this episode are so dumb. Humans are dumb. Yes, they are, baby. <laughs> so, um, as everyone in the entire world, apparently, is turning into dogs, Yeah. the Powerpuff Girls smash into the tower because they know where Mojo's at. Again, hiding in plain sight. Yep. However... They immediately get blasted by that same laser and they turn into puppies, which Mojo laughs at and calls them the power pup girls, <laughs> which is very funny. So the power pups. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and honestly, if I wasn't already mind, body and soul sold on this show when I was a child this moment is what really got me because they are so fucking cute as little puppies mm-hmm. like they're all the like eyes. yeah they have, like the huge Aww. eyes they're all like the respective color of their hair so like blossom is like an all red dog with like a long tail buttercup is like this little black pup with like little short spiky ears and bubbles is like just yellow and like the extra big eyes and they have like little Aww. stumpy legs and i just they were just so cute <laughs> But it goes from cute to terrifying in literal seconds because as they start to growl and snarl at Mojo, they do notice statue at the top. They kind of clock that, the laser beam thing, and they're like, got it. We got to knock that down. They start to rush to the furnace to run at it at full force, which they are able to do. But Mojo catches the statue because he obviously sees this happening. He's not yeah. trying to kick the dogs away, he just wants to save his precious statue thing, the Anubis statue. So not only does he catch it, but then he releases other dogs under his control, which are more Doberman Pinchers, um, and they full on get into like, a full dog fight. Not just like, like, let's growl and bark at each other, like, i guess cartoon network knew there's one thing children love it's violence because the power pups fully attack these doberman pinchers again a literal dog fight we see them not only like pawing at each other's faces we see them biting each other's necks like chomping their tails and ears and like ripping doing the like um you know like how like dogs will like shake a toy and like shake their heads as if yeah to break a neck of an animal that's what they're doing to each other including like the power pups like jumping on the backs of the dobermans like like ferocious like they would be tearing chunks of flesh out if they didn't pan away from the camera (laughs) so it's all just They're going real hard at each other for the first episode of the show.
1: Yeah. Like we really got to get these kids into it. Okay. Make it as violent (laughs) and bloody as you can. Yes. Assuming no actual blood, but still.
0: No actual blood. It is implied. But I guess like the Powerpuff's, I guess, low-key kill these Doberman pinchers, which as a side note, in our October episode, they also killed someone, if you remember the zombie that Mm -hmm. they just crushed in um an iron maiden so it's probably well yes yeah
1: add it again, to the list continue exactly continuing <laughs> yep. our overarching our uh-huh. uh discussion Lethal. anyway
0: Horse, uh is on the table all the time <laughs> yes so again i guess they low kill kill these dobermans via biting their necks they're able to get away and go after mojo jojo um and after seeing how helpful their newfound chomping abilities are blossom and Bubbles distract mojo by kind of like hackles up growling approaching him buttercup sneaks behind him and chomps him right on his little monkey butt which (laughs) causes him to drop and break the statue which automatically breaks this magical curse spell thing and everyone turns back into humans (laughs) somehow it temporarily changes him into a dog so the powerpuff girls take him home as their new puppy. Aww. And a few things happen. So one, back as a human, the narrator tells us that the day is saved thanks to the Powerpuff Girls. Because they always end with like the great little... Yeah. With that line and a great little pose. But here's the other thing. Luckily, the Powerpuff Girls indeed saved everyone from becoming dogs slash Mojo Jojo slaves. hmm But like if the powerpuff girls killed those doberman pinchers and then they changed back into humans is this murder thank you defense oh that's why i I started laughing after you said everyone
1: started changing back because i was like oh my (laughs) god what happened to the doberman pinchers they just got their necks torn off
0: are there just like seven dead bodies
1: so, okay. Yeah. I was wondering, like, so do they stay dogs because they're dead? They died as dogs? Or do they turn back into humans? But you see, like, giant chunks taken, like, out of their neck <laughs> and they're just like, dead? They're,
0: like, still like, dead or, like, there? their families turn back to humans. They're like, we'll go find our loved ones and, like, come to the tower and they're just dead dog. Like, either way, it's a gruesome scene.
1: Yeah, it's not a good outcome. Yeah. I mean, either they're dead dogs still, or they're dead humans. They're <laughs> yeah. dead. Like, that's that's the end result. It's just, I right. wonder if they change back or not. How how strong is that Anubis man? I mean,
0: it blasted <laughs> the literal atmosphere, and somehow, like, kickback effect turned Mojo temporarily into a dog. So, I, th- mm-hmm. I mean, also, like, the moment uh, from... Dog fight to Mojo Jojo dropping the statue because of butt bite was like moments. So like yeah. it takes a little bit for you to bleed out. So like the people could have been dogs changed back to humans and they are then... like, oh fuck, well I'm dying now. <laughs> like my jugular has been ripped out i have moments like waking up to that like oh god, no right to see like bloody no. ass kindergartners like they change <laughs> like yeah, blood wheels. around their mouths i suppose yeah, like, if this was a horror movie they would they would be <laughs> dripping in blood around their mouths we don't see the blood but we know we know
1: it's there we know yeah. so yeah i mean regardless it's homicide but the powerpuff girls yeah. could probably argue self-defense and exactly. kicked down to a manslaughter or something or like right. um you know uh involuntary manslaughter
0: or something like that or second either way matter. uh but either way <laughs> no, wait. in the eyes of townsville the day is saved yeah Thanks exactly to powerpuff the powerpuff girls girls <laughs> and that's it that's our first episode <laughs> There you uh, go. Only seven human slash dogs dead.
1: Can I ask just one more question, too? When yes. Mojo Jojo turned into a dog, did he still have his helmet thing on?
0: He had the helmet thing and his cape still. Oh, I'm like, I and,
1: bet he was so cute, but also looked so strange.
0: <laughs> no, he was very cute. And he had, like, because, like, his, like, monkey fur is, like, very jagged. And so as a dog, he had very jagged fur. Aww. And they, like, show him in the backyard. And the professor's like, now girls taking care of a supervillain's a big responsibility. And they're like, uh, oh, professor. No one's talking about the murder that just happened.
1: No one, no. Overlooking it. it. They were evil henchmen. They had it coming. This is what
0: happened. (laughs) (laughs) The
1: professor knows
0: this and knows not to ask questions
1: the mayor knows yes he never the professor never asks the girls how their missions went he's like i don't want to know what these little girls just saw or what they had to do what they they saved. that's all that matters and also because he low-key is also oh my god adding to our overarching wild speculation uh he's very liable too because he created these little exactly also
0: is like chemical x i feel like there's like I feel like you would probably know because you actually watch horror movies but like isn't there like su- like there's horror movies in which it's like a chemical that makes people extremely violent or like makes the zombies extremely violent like chemical x clearly had a violent um something sub to it yeah yes. <laughs> yeah so
1: it's, yeah it's usually like a virus or some shit yeah but, i mean it, there's something it changes something in your yeah. own here we go doing science again sorry lenny <laughs> your neurons or something i don't know how it works yeah yes <laughs> anyway Anyways. amazing great job thank you i love it um, i love it
0: so yes it was very fun i loved this episode i was again so thrilled that was the first episode mm-hmm. uh but between now and next week where you will be telling us some power pup adventures oh um who yeah. should our audience tell about this podcast hmm Okay,
1: I think, and I don't even know if they exist anymore, but tell your local dog catcher. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure nice. they exist in some areas, but yeah, yeah. find them. Tell them. <laughs> this nice. episode's dedicated to them kind of, not really. I don't know. Yeah, if not really. You, but anyway.
0: <laughs> I like it. I like it. After that, you should go to your local dog rescue and Mm. tell the people working there and while you're there give them a nice little donation Mm. um you know they need the money if you have the capacity to adopt you should but only if you're able to right now and if not yeah slip them a little 20 they they need they need some extra funds it's Mm. hard to run dog shelters and uh tell them listen to this podcast while they take care of the dogs they gotta take them out for walks they gotta listen to something as they care for all these rescues (laughs) so yeah there you go and uh till now next week till next week
1: bye bye thanks for tuning in to saturday morning mysteries
0: if you enjoyed this episode please share rate review leave us a like and drop a comment we post episodes every saturday and bonus tune tangents whenever we feel like it so please subscribe so you don't miss the shenanigans and
1: if you want to follow us on YouTube, click the bell under the YouTube subscribe button to receive notifications when new videos are posted.
0: And if you want to subscribe to the podcast, we have no idea what you're listening to us on. So just hit the big subscribe button on whatever app you're using. We we believe in you.
1: Give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Mist all the abreeds, And let us know if you have any episode or show requests by emailing Mysteries at gmail.com.
0: Thanks to Jenna Kendall for the logo design and to Ava Sakiki for the music used during this week's episode.
1: See y'all groovy kids next week on Saturday Morning Mysteries.